Hello, everyone, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? This is Marilyn Aloria, and I, it's going to probably be one of the shortest podcasts I've ever done. Reason is I've been wanting to do this podcast. I was getting ready to do it, and my internet kept going in and out, and I couldn't take that chance of being in a recording that's happened to me before, and the internet goes out, and I lose half the podcast. So I'm not going to do that. And I am super, super busy these days because I don't know if you've heard, but I'm doing these things called strategy calls, intuitive life strategy calls. And I've never done this before in this way where it's, um, I do an intuitive reading for about the first few minutes, could be seven minutes and tap into your expansion, your growth and what's standing in your way. And then we do a good coaching session and you walk away with clarity, um, you walk away with knowing which gift to highlight and to focus on as you walk into your expansion and you walk away with an action plan. So if you're interested in those strategy calls, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash call. It's marilynaloria.com forward slash call. Okay. So go check that out because um, even my readings aren't this cheap. <laughs> so for some of you, it may not be cheap. For me, it is uh, a nice price for what I do. So go check it out, marilynalori.com forward slash call. Okay, this one, I may have even done this podcast before, like on this topic, but I don't care. I'm going to do it again because I think it's really, really important. And I'm going to share with you, your body is the instrument. So I was looking to for my podcast list to see, have I done this topic? I don't know if I have. And I'll probably do a little bit more on it. But like I said, this is going to be a fast podcast today because I have a strategy call in uh, 30 minutes and I need to be prepared for that. Your body is the instrument. So let me explain that. Many times people are looking outside themselves to grow their psychic gifts. And it's your physical body, your energetic body, your spiritual body, your psychic body is the instrument, not the pendulum, not the tarot cards, not the um, uh, the clairvoyancy is part of you, clairaudience is part of you, claircognizance is part of you. And you have to learn how your body gets information. So when I teach people, I'm constantly saying, you're the instrument, you're the instrument. So if I'm teaching clear audience, clear hearing, and I say to somebody, okay, what did you hear? If we work with physical sound, what did you hear? They may say, oh, I heard a bird. I'm like, great. Where did you hear that bird? What did it sound like? What was the feeling behind it? Because really what you need to learn is how you're receiving information and you're receiving information through your physical body, whether it's through um, your physical senses, your eye, your eyes, seeing, hearing, sensing, smelling, whether you're seeing through your, um, experiencing things through your physical senses or in your heart chakra, in your throat chakra, in your third eye chakra, in the middle of your head, in the middle of your stomach, you are getting information from your guides. So you want to know how you're receiving that information because it's going to make you stronger at this work. People really think out, that everything is outside of them. It's not. Everything is inside of you. So when I'm hearing clairaudiently, right, and they're speaking to me, that lives in your throat chakra. So if you want to develop clairaudience, you work with your throat chakra. And you can work with your throat chakra many ways by opening it up, using blue light, meditating in there, sitting in there like it's a room, singing, um, making sounds, uh, breathing into it, wearing a blue scarf, um, looking at a blue piece of paper or looking at the blue sky, bringing it into your throat, that'll all open up your throat chakra. Then you want to play with how clairaudience messages are coming through. And Claire, somebody asked me this the other day. They're like, clairaudience, it's like hearing yourself, your own voice. And I'm like, yes. But when my guides speak to me, 
I know their energy. You have to know the energy. We'll get into that in a second. But also I know exactly where they talk to me. So when I was opening up and they were talking to me, I would hear it where my right ear met my face. So it was like that crease where my ear meets the face. And that is exactly where they would talk to me. And I got like, there was nothing written about Claire audience when I was like trying to open up and well, I was opening up and I was like, what the F is going on? How do I work with this? And they would start talking to me and I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And they made me pay attention to things. They made me pay attention to where they were talking to me, how it was coming through, what the energy was like when they were talking to me. So I started learning. I'm like, wow, when they talk to me, it's like right between where my ear and my face meet. And then they would teach me about the energy behind their messages. So when my guides talk to me, and this might not be the same with you, this is why when I teach, I'm very much about learn how your instrument works. Play your friggin' instrument. Don't play my instrument, play your instrument. So when they talk to me, it's very neutral energy. That's not the same with everybody. I remember like I've been teaching this stuff for over 17 years, right? And I remember somebody saying to me, they're not really neutral. It's kind of like, I'm like, because yours aren't neutral. My guides knew that if they came in like, woohoo, yay, da, 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 it wouldn't have worked for me. And if they came in really down and depressed, that wouldn't have worked for me either. They knew they had to come in in a non-emotional state, neither high or low, in order for me to pay attention. Because my emotions were very high and low when I started opening up to them. And I wouldn't have trusted the messages. Their messages wouldn't have gotten through if it was like, hey, Marilyn, we're here. Let's talk. Let's go. I would have been like, okay, great. Let's talk. And then if they changed that mood a tiny bit, I would have been freaked the fuck out. So they knew they had to meet me with no emotion at all. So when they talk to me, it's super neutral. I scared the dog. She left the room. It's super neutral. It has no energy to it. It has no emotional energy. It's got continued, like complete conditional love, unconditional love, not conditional love. That was my parents. It's got complete unconditional love, but it's got no emotional energy to it. You have to know what they feel like, whether you're seeing it, whether you're hearing it, whether you're knowing it, whether you're sensing it, there is an energy that is consistent to all those messages that are letting you know that that's your guides. So when they're talking to me, I know it's them. And then I know it's there. Now I know my guides so well that they don't have to talk to me every single time now in that space, because now I know their energy. So if it's like a dart that goes above my right eye and they're talking to me that way, like when I'm channeling and stuff and asking them questions about my own life, sometimes it'll just come straight through my head because my main guide is in front of me. I have guides all around me, but she's mainly in front of me and it'll come right through my head. But I know it's them because I know their energy. I also can see the direction in which it's coming from. So the energy, so it's not like coming inside, especially clairaudient, it's coming like outside. Claire audience is very linear. It's like a sentence. It's the way I'm speaking to you right now. Claire cognizance is downloads. That is where it's a ton of information right away. So nobody taught me this stuff. I learned certain things like clairvoyancy. I learned from certain people, but I also was learning from my guides. So when I was learning clairvoyancy, I was like, I'm telling you, the internet wasn't around. We had books, some books. There was like one bookstore in LA that had these books, right? There was nobody teaching it. And, or if they were teaching it, I didn't know about it because the internet wasn't around, right? So we weren't like finding out about it. And I would read a little bit, but it was really my guides who taught me everything. And I'll never forget, I was walking to the park and some of you may know the story. 
but I was walking to the, the to the park and I saw this store. I never told this part of the story. And I couldn't take my eye off the sign. And it was like the word, yes, yes, yes. And all of a sudden, like all the other words blurred. It's like being on the best date you've ever been on where everybody just disappears and it's just you and your date. It was me and the word, yes. And I was like, wait a second, this is clairvoyancy. And this is in my physical world. And I'm seeing this and they're only letting me see this. Like everything else is, and meanwhile, I'm walking still. But it's like my whole energy was drawn to that yes. And they they were like, this is clairvoyancy. This is how you see. It's not only in your third eye, Marilyn. So I they taught me how to use my instrument. They taught me about the umbilical cord of energy. The umbilical cord of energy, I'll do a, um, I will do a podcast about drawing umbilical cord energy to your guides is because it's really, really important of how you do that. I may have done it. I have to find out what I've done because I've done quite a few podcasts, but you know what? Revisiting information is good. I'm constantly evolving and learning right now. We're stepping into a next level living. I'm going to be teaching them about people always talk about collapsing time. It's not about collapsing time. It's about time is actually happening at the same time and how you can really ride it together and how you can be with it together. Right? So the other day I'm, I'm doing a sidebar the other day, I was doing yoga and I was looking at the timer and the timer had like, say it was 222. It wasn't because I do yoga in the morning. The time, the actual numbers were paralleled. There was two lines and I went, oh my goodness, I'm actually tapping into a time where there's another parallel time happening at the same time. And I'm now seeing it in the numbers. So we're going to meditate into a numbers, into space. There's a lot going on in there. If you're interested in Next Level Living, go to marilynlaurie.com forward slash next and read about it or email us at info at marilynlaurie.com. So anyway, so the clairvoyancy, so I learned my instrument. I was like, oh, it's not because the, the the closed circles I was in, like, and what I mean by closed, closed-minded people that I was in, clairvoyancy was in your third eye. Nobody was freaking talking about it the way my guides were teaching me. It was like, no, you know, if that color is jumping out at you, that's us talking to you using clairvoyancy and then using what the color red means to you, which is the symbolic language of your soul. So you have to learn your instrument. So claircognizance, right? So I knew I was claircognizant. Claircognizant is downloads. And basically I could see a snippet of something and know the entire story. I could meet someone for a second and know their entire story. And it wasn't through just... Um, the knowing was a combination of me seeing, hearing, feeling, and sensing, and knowing all at the same time. So I was using all of my psychic gifts all at the same time. So the downloads, and you guys probably know what I'm talking about, who have clear cognizance, the downloads were coming in, just whoosh, they were dropping in. They drop in the center of my head. Know where that information drops in. I do this with people when I work with them. And I'm like, where I was working with somebody in a strategy call with Claire Audience. And I was like, yeah, but where did you hear it? Where did you hear it? People don't pay. They're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm hearing it. I don't know. And the person was like, my heart. I'm like, great. And then I'd ask more questions. Where are you hearing it? My head. And I could tell the difference that like the heart was the truth and the head wasn't. The head is, was, was not the good place for her to be taking clairaudient messages from. So claircognizance will drop into my whole being. Notice where you're getting the downloads. You may get it in the tip of your nose. This is why I like the work that I'm doing and that my guides are helping me to do. And I'm sure there's other people out there doing it this way because I've met other people like me. Um, 
who are open-minded, who aren't very like, it's got to be this way and that's it. I can't stand those frigging people. So anyway, when claircognizance was dropping in, I was noticing it and my guides were teaching me like, this is claircognizance. It drops into the center of your head. That's how you get the information. And then when I was uh, doing a lot of readings, I used to open up all my got uh, all my uh, psychic gifts through my chakras, right? So I would open up, um, I don't remember the order, but I think it was clairvoyancy, clairaudience, empathic ability, clairsentience, because I would run down the chakras. And then I went to open up claircognizance and spirit showed me it was a combination of crown chakra, third eye, throat chakra, heart chakra, and the third chakra, clairsentient chakra for me. So I would open up all of them and draw a, a gold, for me, it was orange, an orange line out of my crown chakra, like an egg all the way down to that chakra. And that would bring in claircognizance. So in, when I was doing readings, like I'd be opening clairaudience, you know, open up my uh, clairvoyancy and I'm opening up to the highest, um, I can't remember what I say, because it's so in me that I, I don't even know what to say. I have to be in that space in order to say it because it's so like, it's intention that I set with my guides. Like I'm opening up my clairvoyancy, the highest level of mediumship, the highest level of soul service. And I promise to trust everything I see and say, speak everything I see. So that's what I teach with my students when I'm mentoring them. Like I teach them how I open up so that they're opening up in the, in they, I want them to make it their own words, but I'm teaching them my way that accelerates my opening. And I can do it really fast now before it, like in the beginning, it would take like 30 minutes. So anyway, the Clark Cognizance, they showed me how my instrument worked. They were like, it's all these chakras. You've now opened all of the other chakras. Now it's opening this chakra and this chakra combines claircognizance. So now your claircognizance is opened to the highest level of soul service, to the highest level of whatever I said before. Know your instrument. It is your instrument. It is not Sally Joe's. I don't know who the frig Sally Joe is, but I bring her into this podcast all the frigging time. One day I'm going to meet a Sally Joe and I'm going to probably hate her and I'm going to be like, shit. Sally Joe. I don't think I've ever met a Sally Joe in my life. Anyway, it's not Sally Joe's instrument. It's your instrument. How are you seeing? How are you seeing repetitive symbols? How are they showing up to you? Or is it like everything in the room dissolves and that's all you see? Or is it that it has a certain vibration to it? Do you have a certain feeling to it? Or is it that you're just like, it's very vivid? You know, that's another thing with clairvoyancy, right? Things can be very, very vivid. So notice how you see, notice how you hear, how are you hearing? Like I do an exercise when I'm teaching Claire audience where I will have them listen to the sounds in the room. So they'll close their eyes. So you're closing things down and you're listening to the sounds in the room. And this is how I was taught. My guides taught me. They were like, okay, so you're going to listen to the sounds in the room. And then I remember doing this and I'll use this as an example. And the refrigerator is to my left but I was hearing in my right ear, but I was hearing the refrigerator, which was to my left, but I wasn't hearing it on the left. That sound traveled into my right ear and it had a vibration to it and it had a message to it. That's the other thing. These things that you see here, feel, sense, and know are going to have a message to it. It's not going to be just like, I love when I do this exercise with people and they're like, well, I heard the refrigerator hum. Yeah, but, and why is it humming? Why do you think you heard the refrigerator hum? Where did you hear it? What did it want to tell you? You know, I could be in readings and a gardener with a friggin' blower could be out the door. I won't hear it if spirit doesn't want me to hear it. I'll hear it in the distance, but it, it's only they accelerate sounds in readings 
for me to know that there's a message for the particular person. So if I'm like doing a reading, I told you this many times, I'd be in a party doing readings and I wouldn't hear a thing, only what they wanted me to hear. And they were using my physical hearing. That's why I like, I want to teach people. First of all, I'm breaking the, through the barriers of this is only for the gifted. F you, whoever says that, right? It's for everyone. Everyone can do this. We are in a playing field now. I'm telling you guys, I can't tell you, look, you were just going to get a shit show of a podcast today because I have literally like five more minutes. And you know what? You're just going to get a bunch of information thrown into it. And some of you are going to be like, thank goodness she's only doing a 20 minute podcast. I think those podcasts are too long. I may start shortening them. Anyway, where was I? Now I lost it. Darn it. Darn it. Hearing, seeing, sensing, knowing, knowing your instrument, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Oh, clear audience when I teach it. No, I have no idea. Anyway, I'll go back to something else that's really important. I brought this up um, yesterday, uh, Tuesday when I did a, a Zoom live. Ooh, so I was teaching about the dot, dot, dot technique. And I've taught this before and I'm going to teach it again. Never put a period after anything. So if spirit is showing you bumblebees and you keep seeing bumblebees, and this is what I hear people do. I keep seeing bumblebees, period. What the F, man? Why are you seeing bumblebees? What are you thinking about when you see the bumblebee? What do bumblebees make you feel? Are you afraid? Do you think you're in awe? What do you think they want you to know? What's your first memory of a bee? What do you, what, what do you know about bees? They're communicating messages with you, showing you that repetitive symbol. And how are you getting that repetitive symbol? You have to take the blinders off. Don't do it like everyone else. Oh, I was talking about how it's all gifted. Oh, right. I think I was talking about the dimensional shifts. I don't know. It's going to be a mishmash. It's just going to be a mishmash of stuff. So what's happening is this is it. I remember it now. It came back to me. Sorry. You're just going to have to deal with this because I'm like a podcast short and I've got to get it out. And I'm hoping, I feel this information is really important because what I'm realizing is I'm much more mainstream than a lot of psychics out there. I really am. I can't stand woo. I just cannot stand it. I know that may piss people off. i fucking hate woo. I really do. And I'll tell you what I hate about woo. People are like, I'm a little woo. Aren't you a little woo? N no, I'm not. Cause I'm grounded. A lot of people that are woo woo are not grounded to me. Now I think you can be woo and grounded. I really do. I just don't resonate with it at all. Um, it just isn't me. It's not my personality. My personality is very Brooklyn, very grounded, very practical. No, that's my instrument, right? So now I don't really have, the only time I have a problem with people that are woo is when they try to like hit me up with non-emotional bullshit. Like, oh, it's okay. Just turn the other cheek. Don't let it bother you. So this woman listens to my podcast, so she's going to recognize who she is right here. And I love her. She's a very, very sweet woman. She's doing great stuff. But I wrote on my wall about how I wrote something on, I think it was Grant Cardone's post. And some guy spammed me with like telling me how to feel. All I said was truth. And it, you could tell it was just a mass message. And he was like, this is, you know, you could do this and you could do that and da, 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 da. And then tag some type of teaching, which I'm never fucking going to go to because you're an asshole for spamming me. And I wrote about this on my wall. And, um, I was like, look at this bullshit. You know, these people are idiots. Like, and I was like, he doesn't even know me. I just wrote truth and da, 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 da. And I know this is a spam message, but it just pisses me off. And this woman was like, 
don't let it get to you. I fucking got mad. I I can get mad. And I was like, and she's nice. I really like her. She's a very good, kind-hearted, beautiful person who's doing great work in this world. And so she's listening. Just know that I feel this way. And I was like, I'm not writing this because I'm letting this person get to me. Although I can't stand spammers, I'm going to tell you. And I have a, I have opinions. I have a personality. Not that you don't, but I have a personality. And I have, um, I, I don't have the hugest platform yet, but I have a platform where people do listen to what I say, you know. And and I want to share my thoughts on this because sometimes some people will read stuff like that and they'll be affected by it. Fuck you. So what I said to her was, no, I use this stuff as a teaching tool. This is now a teaching tool. And I put this out there on social media. My social media is very colorful. It is not, I'm going to get back to the woo thing in a second. It is not very um, peaceful. <laughs> it's not, right? Like I just put a post on why I'm glad I don't have kids. It's not. I'm opinionated. I'm not opinionated. I'm going to tell you where I'm not opinionated. Even though I say this about woo people, good for them. If it works for them, I really don't care, to be honest with you. I just don't like it in my face when people are trying to be woo with me, when I'm like, you're not even grounded. You're spewing a lot of shit you don't even believe in that you think you're supposed to say. If I meet a very, like I know a psychic that is very famous and very good and she's not really woo. And yet she would be a little more woo than, than me. And I respect her completely because of the way she approaches the material and the way she communicates the material. So anyway, so this woman on my um, Facebook page was like, don't let it bother you. Turn the other cheek. And I fucking hate stuff like that. I really do. And I was said to her, you know, this is a teaching tool and I have a, I, I am very opinionated and I use these moments for teaching tools. That's what social media is. At least my social media, my social media is in all love and peace. My social media is like, Hey, come here. Let's discuss this. And sometimes I'll go at people on my comments, right? And that's that's the spiritual person I am. That's the spiritual person with an edge. And so she wrote something back and it was very nice. And I said, look, and she said something about how she was worried about how I felt or something. I can't recall it. And I was like, look, I'm just going to use this as a teaching tool now. You're projecting how I should feel on this post. You're telling me how to feel. And as a coach, I don't tell people how to feel. Now, you may all be like, well, Marilyn, you're telling us how to feel about woo people. I'm not. I'm telling you how I feel. I would never, when I, I coach, I have coaching clients, right? I don't tell them how to feel. I ask them questions to get to their feelings because they're the ones who have to understand the beliefs that are driving the feelings, the feelings that are driving the beliefs, and they have to rewrite them. And they can't rewrite them if I'm sitting here going, you really shouldn't be angry at that. I'm not going to say that to someone. I'm going to find out the trigger point. So I went off the rails. I hope this was a fun podcast for you. Let's go back to the instrument a second. So, so me, like, I think one of the biggest things and what, what I feel like I do really well, <clears throat> and I think it's because I've worked so hard on myself because people that hear me speak will see all the psychological work that I've done, right? I mix psychological with psychic, with mediumship, with channeling. I mix it all together and that's my brand, Right. So what I feel is when you know your instrument, you have to know, look, when people tell me they're not getting psychic messages, it's your mindset. Your mind is telling you you can't have it. I just did that in a strategy call and I was right with the woman and she knew it. She got the experience. She's like, oh my goodness, you're right. It's mindset. You have to work on your psycholo psychological being. 
that's your instrument. Again, we're back to your instrument. It's not how Bob tells you how to see. And if you're not seeing this way, you're never going to see. That's bullshit. You need to see in your way. And then, so you need to know your emotional state. You need to know how you see. You need to know how you experience life. You need to respect how you experience life. And then you need to know how your guides are speaking to you using your five senses. Taking it back to the point where I forgot. So I'm more of the norm now. And part of what I'm trying to do, part of my work, and if you can help me out here by sharing my podcast, by rating, reviewing, I think I had to share with some of you how to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple because it's a little complicated and that's where we really need this. I am teaching people how to use their five senses to tap into their gifts. Now, I don't really work with smell and I don't really work with taste, although I can. I'm not one that really wants the psychic gift of smell. I've been getting it a lot lately. It's totally fine. It's not one of my, my psychic gifts that is like, woo, hoo, hoo, you know, sirens going off. This is big. This is great. Woo, big confetti. So the smell, I actually smelt it last night coming down. I smelled cigarette smoke in, in my house. And I was like, and that's usually a spirit that you know that smokes cigarettes or something. You're trying to tell you something. Um, and there were no windows open or anything like that. So, but you could use smell to get to other senses, right? You could use taste to get to other senses because I could have you right now, close your mouth, pretend you're tasting a piece of fruit. You're going to see it. You may hear the word of the fruit. You may feel what the fruit feels like, right? I was in my mouth. I had a cherry and I don't like bitter fruit at all. So it was a little bitter. I was like, I could see the cherry in the middle of my mouth. That's clairvoyancy. My eyes are closed. There's no fucking cherry in my mouth. I'm tasting it. It's bitter. I don't like it. But I can also feel it. So I can feel the bitterness. Psychic energy. Psychic information. I'm learning how my instrument works. Play with it. Play with sound. Play with seeing. Play with feeling. And if you like this episode and you want me to go further into this and teach further into this, let me know. Thank you for going on this roller coaster ride today. You can blame my cable company. By the way, I'm going to share this last story. So I knew I shouldn't have chatted with them. Knew I shouldn't have. But I was like, this internet keeps going in and out. I got to get this fixed. I get on a chat. Person's like, hey, how you doing today? I'm like, just fix my fucking internet. I didn't say that. I was being very nice, but short. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Tennis. Oh, you like tennis? I love tennis. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to have a conversation. So I started texting, you know, look, dude, thanks for being nice, but just fix my friggin' internet. I'm like, uh, like enough is enough. And I was like, how much longer? How much longer? But then I'm like, all right, just be nice, right? And I'm like, oh, I, I play a lot. Do you play? No, I didn't. I don't play anymore. I used to do high school tournaments. And I'm like, enough already. How much longer? I got to get on a call. I have to record a podcast. Enough already. And then the sales pitch comes in. The fucking sales pitch. You're taking your long ass time fixing my modem on a chat so you could pitch me something. Oh, I was pissed. And he's like, first, before he did the sales pitch, he said, I don't know if it's for the guy or a girl felt male. He's like, we just want to thank you for being so nice to me today. You make my job worth it. I swear to like, who wrote that script? Who wrote it? It's a bunch of bull. And not for a person like me. Somebody else may be like, oh, this person's so nice. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Excuse my language. So I was like, dude, enough with the sales pitch. I have no time for your sales pitch because now I'm done. Fix the internet. I got to get on a call. So he fixed the internet. 
finally, then I had to turn off the modem. Like I probably had to turn it off like 20 minutes ago. My intuition told me turn it off, but I didn't do it. And then he was like, it's fixed now. And I said, thank you. And I ended chat. I didn't wait. Usually I wait till they respond because I want to be nice. I just ended the friggin' chat. So now I'm ending this chat right now. I'm ending this chat with all of you. Thank you for listening to my spiel. I got to jump on a strategy call. If you're interested in them, I'm telling you, it's going to blow your socks off. MarilynAlori.com. Calm. Maybe Marilyn needs to be calm. MarilynAlori.com forward slash call. Call. Thank you guys. I really appreciate all of you. Bye.